do you suppose we can all do our memory verse together and be encouraged? Okay, so let's begin. It's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. We're going to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Great. Excellent. You guys do it so beautifully. All right, so kids, uh, for the next few weeks, we're going to do something a little different. I sent your parents um, a sheet, and on it are five questions for you to answer. For each question you get right, I will put a goldfish in this jar. Okay? So for each question you get right, I'm going to put a goldfish in there. So if you get five questions right, I put five goldfish in there for you. Okay? Now, in order for you to get the question right, you have to listen very closely today. Okay? Because all the answers to all five questions are in today's message. So later on today, you're going to ask your mom and dad to take a picture of your answer and email it to me. So our goal, our group goal, is to fill this jar full of goldfish. We're going to fill this jar to show God and each other that we want to serve, we want to worship, we want to give our best to the Lord by listening and learning. So let's see if we could fill this jar together, okay? All right, let's begin. So uh, we've been learning how the church is not a building. The church is the people. Now, this is really good news for us since we haven't been able to meet in a building for quite some time because of the pandemic. So even though we aren't meeting in a building right now, we are still the church because the church is the people. Ah, but isn't it so nice to have a building where we can meet, isn't it? Many of you told me how much you all love seeing each other in person and how much you love playing with one another inside the church building and outside the church building on Sundays. I know all of you can't wait till you can all be together again. But was it the church building you loved? No. It was your church friends that you loved being with. I know how much you love being together. But think about it. Isn't it amazing? You see, when God calls us to meet to be the church, God blesses us. And then when we gather, God is glorified and God is with us. And we love it. And we are blessed. And when God blesses us, do you know what we are going to do with that blessing? Do you know what God calls us to do with that blessing? God calls us, because we are the church after all, to take that blessing and to share it together with other people. 
all that love and goodness that you receive at church, God wants you to share that with others. So it is very important that we remember that it is God that calls us to meet as a church and to be the church. Now, I'm sure when you go driving around, you probably have seen different kinds of church buildings that have all kinds of different names. I bet you have friends from school who go to different churches with different names. Now, our church name is Graceway Presbyterian. Okay? We are Presbyterians. Okay? Now, Presbyterian is, I guess, kind of like, um, like a last name in a way. So if you see another church with the word Presbyterian in their name, that means that that church and our church are very similar in many ways. Okay? Kind of belong to the same family. You see, Presbyterians believe that God saves us. Not because of anything that we do, no, 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 but because through Jesus, because Jesus is the way, because Jesus rescues us, we are saved, and we become children of God, and we are in a covenant relationship with God. Presbyterians believe that there's nothing, nothing, we can do to earn God's love. There's no exam we need to take, no amount of money we can give to buy it. There's no amount of good work we can do first before God saves us. No, it's God who sees us and chooses to save us. Presbyterians believe that it's God who makes it possible. Not anything we do to be children of God. God doesn't choose us because we do things to get God's attention or we work hard to get God to love us. No. We do things because we love God, because God chose us when we were still sinners. God chose to love us even though we were not perfect or good. Because God we know that because God is so amazing and because he loves us before even we love God, we can't help but to love God back. How can we not love God when he loved us first? All of God's goodness and love toward us, what it, you know what it does? It makes us go, wow, God, you are so good. Wow, God, you are wonderful. You are marvelous. You see, God is the one who makes the church, establishes the church. When Jesus came, he came to make this new covenant between God and the church possible. You see, it's always God who reaches out to us first. So since Jesus started the church, 
Jesus is the head of the church. That means Jesus is in charge of the church. Now, you have to understand that whoever is in charge of anything has to be the one who loves the people so much that this person is willing to say, I will be fully responsible for the people. This person in charge is like the captain of a boat who doesn't abandon the ship when it's sinking, but it goes down with the ship, with the rest of the people, for the sake of the people. See, that's how you know who's in charge. And you see, Jesus came. He loved the people so much that he died for the people, for us, the church. You see, Jesus is the head of the church. Jesus is the one who is in charge, and Jesus is the one who calls the people to be the church. And so we are Presbyterians, and so we believe that when you are baptized in Jesus' name, you are called, right? That means you receive the power and the authority and the right to be a part of Jesus' church. You have the right to be a part of Jesus' church when you are baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So that means who gives the power, the authority, the right to be called sons and daughters of God? Well, God does, right? So if you're called, then that means God gave you the power to do the work of the church. So then, who is called? Well, it means the whole people of God. The whole people of God is called to do the work of the church. All the members of the church are given the power to do the work of the church. You see, the power of the church is not just one person, but the whole people. Everyone is given the power and right to play a part in worshiping and serving God. That means everyone is called by God to do the work of the church. The whole people of God. So Presbyterians believe that the power of the church is not with just one person or with just a few people, but the whole people, the whole people are called. So can you turn to your mom or dad? And I want you to say to them, you are called to be the church. Right. Next week is a special service the church is going to ordain a new elder so next week we will continue with what is an elder okay but don't forget you are called to be the church so what should we do as a church well we're going to worship god we're going to call others to worship god because that is the work of the church.
So let's pray. Can you open them? Shut them. Give your hands a clap. Open them, shut them, fold them in your lap. Let's pray. God, we are always, always amazed at how much you love us. We are so grateful to you that you would call us your church. Help us to take the call. May our response to you always be worship and a deepening desire to bring your good news to others. We pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, kids, can you go and answer those five questions? Okay, and make sure you send it to me.